0: Hey friends, Catlaw Hegquist here with a reminder that locally owned and artist operated bizbooks.net is still your best source for plays, acting books, scene books, teacher resources, and much, much more. And as you, like we, are clearly fans of Sabrina and YVR Screen Scene, we wanna offer you 15% off your next purchase with the coupon code SCREENSCENE23. So come check us out at bizbooks.net. Sign up for our newsletter and follow us on social to learn what's new. And if you're in the Vancouver area, Watch out for one of our pop up shops throughout the year to come say hello and shop in person. Remember, Screen Scene 23 promo code is only available at bizbooks.net for a limited time.
1: This episode was sponsored in part by listeners like you. Join our Patreon community and receive early access to episodes, bonus content, stickers, buttons, and more. Visit wwwpatreoncom live your Screen Scene Welcome to the YVR Screen Scene Podcast, where we pull back the curtain on the Vancouver film and television industry and celebrate its beating heart. Namely, the actors and filmmakers and other talented artists who do the work, capital T, capital W. I'm Sabrina Rani-Firminger. Today, I am honored to welcome documentarian Baljeet Sangha back to the YVR Screen Scene Podcast. Baljit previously visited the podcast to talk about Have You Forgotten Me, her beautiful short film about North America's oldest Sikh temple and the years of struggles it represents. I've been a fan of Baljit's work since Because We Are Girls, her stirring feature-length documentary about the Puni sisters, three South Asian women who were sexually assaulted over a number of years by an elder male relative, and who bravely brought charges against their abuser. I thought about both of these films a lot as I watched Maria shot Kita Gol. I have to say it that way. Maria shot keep that goal. Make the shot. The documentary feature she co-directed that screens at the twenty twenty-three Vancouver International Film Festival. Like Budget's previous films, Maria shot keep the goal. Make the shot is a story born of the South Asian diaspora. It shows a deep love for culture, a respect for the immigrant journey, and the journey of South Asian Canadians in particular and a keen understanding of the challenges faced by South Asian Canadians in this white supremacist society as they seek to play Canada's game. The spirited documentary follows four junior hockey players of South Asian descent through the 2021-2022 season as they strive to be drafted into the NHL. Arjun and Kaden skate in the footsteps of their father, Robin Bawa, who made history in 1989 as the first South Asian to play in the NHL. Arjun seeks to shed the fighter reputation he acquired in the AHL by transferring to Slovakia. And Arshtip Baines, who recalls choosing to cut his hair for hockey because no one in the NHL wore a turban. Well, he's on the cusp of making all of his dreams come true. We meet their families, the parents who made sacrifices in order to pay for their kids to participate in this very expensive game even if they didn't grow up with it themselves, the grannies in their saris and heavy parkas cheering on their grandkids from the stands. We also hear from Coach Harbs Baines, owner of the Lake and Kraken and past president of the Surrey Minor Hockey Association and Hockey Night in Canada, Punjabi edition commentator, Hana Ryan Singh. Now I'm not much of a hockey fan, but after screening Maria Shot Kitogol, I am a Coach Baines fan. Coach Baines notes that there are very talented hockey players of South Asian descent who aren't able to make it to the next level because of what they look like. And that making the game better means making it more accessible for all. So today we'll speak with Baljit about identity, legacy, representation, Canada's game, and Maria shot, Kita goal! <laughs> Baljeet, Sangra, welcome to the WebEar Screen Scene podcast. Oh, thank you. So good to be here. Baljeet, what is your relationship to hockey? That's a good question. Um,
2: well, I'm Canadian, born and raised here. I grew up with hockey, you know, uh, the whole family sitting around watching Hockey Night in Canada. Um, I've got two brothers, you know, they collected hockey cards. My dad's a fan. Um, Yeah, I I, I, you know, I played, like, just, you know, street hockey with my brothers because they always needed the extra player. They're like, okay, you be goalie or you do this. I'm like, ah. But, (laughs) you know, and I played, you know, some, I played, like, field hockey in high school, but I played some hockey for fun um, in school. But it's a a sport that every Canadian kid at some point is going to be playing or trying or... You know, it's sort of a sport that brings everybody
1: together. Yeah, Yeah. so I grew up with it in the house, for sure. And I'm still a fan, yeah. Okay, so this film in particular, what is its origin story? Well, um, I got hired uh, some years
2: ago. I don't know what year, maybe like twenty fifteen or something like that. A million years ago. I know, right? <laughs> but by a production, uh, I met a, a production company, and they were doing uh, a series on immigrants and hockey, hmm. and uh, like different immigrant groups. Like, so they did, you know, a Chinese story, Lebanese story, uh, South Asian, and Italian. Anyways, for the South Asian story, it was going to be BC. So they met me, and they're like, you know. Uh, to direct it. And they're like, you can pick whatever subject wise, but this is sort of, you know, it's about immigrants and sort of, you know, hockey and uniting uh, Canadians sort of that, through that sort of lens. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? And I'm like, oh, uh, let's find some kids at play and just, you know, looking, Googling. And then I came to find out there's just so many players actually mm-hmm. that were doing really well. At that time, there was like two South Asians on the Vancouver Giants. There was a lineup um, uh, uh, in this WHL team. I forgot the now, in the states um they had a whole line of punjabi kids like wow and they're from vancouver so it was kind of like which kids like there was a lot and uh, but because this film was um uh, uh one hour for omni it they had to be able to speak some punjabi they got some mm-hmm. you know third language funding so about like 50 60 percent of the film so that kind of eliminated some of the kids that uh, uh, i was thinking of getting but luckily you know i met har baines who was at the time um the uh, president of Surrey Minor. And when you walk into Surrey, uh, into the rink, and you look around, it's a whole different Tim Hortons commercial. There's so much mm. color, a lot of first generation, a lot of, you know, immigrant parents and their kids playing.
1: I would say, I would say over 50% uh, kids of color playing. I have a stupid smile on my face right now, <laughs> like imagining that. And it's not, I, I don't know what it is about like the grannies and, you know, the yeah. aunties especially, you know, who... I know that in India there isn't a big hockey scene, you know, and and yet you know come come over here and like yeah they become incredible fans, you oh, know yeah yeah and just
2: you know filming you know Harb's and Harb's introduced me to Arvin Atwal who was on the Giants at the time, you know having a really great year so I followed him and uh, Harb's son, I uh, was a go- is a goalie in his turban he also was Harb's wears a turban his son was a turban mm. and you know his son after we finished you know got picked up. Play junior hockey in Sweden. <laughs> like, wow! So you know, and just that conversation, he was a little, you know, like if if other players ask me why am I wearing a turban, this is what I say, you know, and like that's just not an option that he would cut his hair. Mm. You know, he sees, you know, he's gonna play hockey as long as he can. He's. I met him about sixteen, um, and then you know, Arvin, son of you know immigrant parents. His father is a a, a, a truck driver. Um, you know and he just showed some talent when he was a kid like and uh, just got better but you know his father shares a really fun story about like uh, um, you know, he was a cab driver at the time and you know some some people were like hey you should put your kid in hockey and he's like oh then he brings his kid to hockey uh, at Arvin must have been like four or five or so, I don't know pretty young at the time but they didn't realize he should know how to skate by the time mm. he gets there and the parents is not knowing like how to put the skates on, yeah. how do you deal with this equipment, you know, and mom talks about like, I would just watch the other parents and how they would do it. And, you know, he kept falling down, but he kept getting up. So it's just like it really touched my heart because yeah. I grew up like when I grew up, if you were playing ice hockey, you know, your parents had the money, they had the time. Mm. So a lot of kids of color would play like street hockey, like uh, roller hockey, you know, um, but definitely not ice hockey because, you know, those early morning practices, you have to have a parent dedicated and it's very expensive. Yeah, You know, you break a stick, it's like a couple hundred dollars, you know? (sighs) So um, anyways, so I met Harbs, I met Arvin and, you know, um, Jeevan and their families. And it was just like a really inspiring story. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we made this film And it just didn't really go anywhere. They didn't even play it on TV for like years. So because I was director here, Um, you know I'd run into people I'm I'm now touring because we're girls and people like hey you 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 you, my nephew is in your film or you're filming at the ice rink where's that movie and I'm just like oh my god I don't know yeah so I called the production company and just like you know where's this movie man people are asking me it's done like so then I thought to myself you know what I'm gonna revisit this topic and I'm Mm -hmm. gonna produce it and then I could like really get it out there because this is a story is it's 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 so much talent. And, you know, even when we're filming in Surrey, like uh, at the rink and, you know, I filmed, you know, Harb's just like a camp and he brings like the older players to kind of work with the like Arvin, who's already playing, you know, in the WHL, Giants and some others, you know, that, have, you know, there's one guy, Brendan Dillon, he came out to help and he was playing... And the Anaheim Ducks at the time, you know, to come back and give back to the community. But when you were filming in, in the locker rooms and all these kids, you know, like Asian kids, brown kids, like a whole different color of hockey. And I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing it's it's only a matter of time that more kids are going to break through like you know yeah. you see it on the rep teams i'm seeing more south asians coaching i'm seeing you know south asians as trainers i'm seeing you know there's some south asian agents now mm. you know cut to you know so many years later harbs is now an owner of a team yeah which is also like a real gatekeeper right like you know team ownership like yeah. that's an, also another way he can contribute to kind of level things or help kids or Um, promote kids or just be more you know fair yeah everybody's always like you know we just want a fair shot it's not like we want you know some kind of special but we just want to be treated equally and be fair
1: yeah yeah what kind of thread do you think runs between all of these young men and boys who are thriving and succeeding in in Canada's game
2: well, in this film, like, definitely the, they, they've all said, you know, I play for my family. You know, mm-hmm. this is not possible without my family. Um, they all recognize the sacrifices, you know, that their parents have done, you know, for them to have this dream. And it's also like a dream, you know, uh, when something's hard, you know, you almost want it more. You want a seat at the table. And I yeah. think the parents kind of feel that, too. You know what I mean? Like, it's something that they could never have had for themselves. Or they had to give up their dreams when they came here. You know, like Arvind's father, you know, played uh, uh, university volleyball. And his his grandfather was, like, a competitive uh, weightlifter. Like, there's, you know, and they gave up a lot to come to Canada, start a new life, you know, better for the family and all of that. So... Uh, you're kind of carrying on their dream too, you know? Our um, yeah. Deep's dad, you know, just loved hockey as soon as he came to Canada, you know, at 14 and they were living, I think, in Terrace and, you know, he played some ice hockey and just, you know, but he's shared stories about, you know, discrimination and knowing that that's something that you really, you know, you can have fun with it, but there's really not much more because, you know, you just feel excluded, right? And yeah. especially growing up, say, in a small town in, in BC um, and, you uh, so when you know when he became a father you know he put all of his kids and his you know uh he put all his sons in ice hockey and his daughter did like figure skating but like he gave them opportunity you know and he he's a mechanic you know uh, yeah. fixes diesel trucks but like they love the game you know and and, and 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 you know uh they talk about when they were here uh you know the gretzky and all the hockey and that like mm-hmm. they just got, kind of got into the game but the, um But just giving their kids a shot at whatever you want to do, you know? Um, I think, yeah, definitely love a family and also uh, belonging, you know? Like, it's not easy, but you almost want it more. You know what I mean? Because you're like, despite that, I I want a seat at the table. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Is the hockey world, the larger hockey world, um, is it a racist one? And are teams doing enough, if it is racist, or if there is discrimination, are teams doing enough to make it, you know, more accessible and less hostile for players of color?
2: I would say um, people are talking about it more now, yeah. you know? Um but there's a long way to go. There's yeah. a lot of systemic barriers, you know, and, you know, if you watch, say, Black Ice, you know, and, and you know, they talk about, you know, black history in, in, in hockey, going back to the 1800s, but all, almost all the players they profile share, you know, the discrimination and the barriers they've gone through, you know, even just like like straight out, you know, racism from coaches and, and being called out. And you're talking like a lot of players that made it to the top level. Yeah. And you know that's really brave, and I think now we're kind of having a conversation. Um, so when I, I saw that film at TIFF, and we were still like in the middle of our film, I'm like, oh my god, like they're just laying it on the line. I I, I was I was choked up watching it. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, so important, and it's so brave, in this conversation because you know what what kids want to do what they want to do, right? Like you, it's. It, 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 it's a challenge. And I think even with Harbs, he shares a lot of that because he loves the sport, but sometimes the sport has not always loved him back. Mm, yeah. and, and I'm always like, and he's sharing all these like uh, uh challenges he's gone through, straight up racism, you know, um, things he's overheard, things said to him. And I'm like, why do you still like do this? Mm. You know, like I would have quit, you know, and he's like, I love the sport and nobody's going to take it from me, period. Like, I was like, "Wow." And you know, in in the filming, you know, I I, I know Harbs cuz I did that a previous film. So we have a good relationship and and I remember it was kind of like the last interview I was going to do with him and I said, "You know, like I'm like your sister, man. Whatever you have in your heart and you want to say, just say it. Yeah. You know, just put it on the table. Like trust me, I'm not going to make you look bad." Yeah. But I go, "It's really important. I go, Harbs, we're having this conversation now, you know?" And you know, you have the experience and you've gone through it. Like, just say what you want to say. And it got really emotional, that interview. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'll never forget it. Yeah. But before he was very quiet about not, you know, you kind of walk that line and you say really careful things. And then this one, you know, is just very, it was a very emotional because he was starting to go back and, you know, share uh, uh, stories that he's gone through. Yeah. So there's a long way to go. I think hockey is, you know, you, you see, you know, corporate, kind of like oh change the game and all these kind of things you know um let's see but i think the more conversation um uh it's yeah just even i think for players to even talk about it because there's like a real i don't know uh unwritten rule you know how you speak about hockey or you know naughty not to talk about that you know
1: oh yeah yeah
2: there really yeah. is like or they'll just tell you like I, I don't feel comfortable or i don't want to be singled out or that's going to get me in trouble like yeah yeah you do feel that for sure and the that's huge pressure on like- these
1: young guys too you know that's oh, why yeah. i guess he's, you you and and especially you know coach Baines like having these conversations you know on screen you know and then sharing it you know with the community and beyond the community you know that's really empowering
2: Oh yeah yeah and um you know you know like Arvin you know he played in the AHL and the ECHL like in the states and you know they're looking at him like what are you you're not white you're not black like mm. what's your story But, you know, like, he had, you know, he shared some stories that, uh, you know, playing in, you know, some Midwestern towns or, like, whatever. Just, like, pretty racist. Yeah. Like, even from the fans. So I was kind of surprised. But, you know, like, they just keep, uh, yeah, going with it. But there's a lot. Yeah. And I think... um, you know, I hope you know this film will create conversation, but also give a lot of hope. You know, and and I and I think the face of hockey is changing. You know, it'll be changing in the next generations. Just because when I was filming and seeing the rep teams, you know, I saw like a lot of kids of color coming up. You know, I thought I was so. It just made me feel great. Yeah. And also when you see uh, other people in the sport, like I said, you know, uh, trainers, coaches, you know, owners, agents. Um, you know there's other ways of contributing to the sport like broadcast you know like we have hockey night in canada in punjabi which is filmed here in vancouver you know out of the city tv uh, offices so That's pretty amazing, and that was a pilot project, and I don't know how many years they've been doing it now, and they have good
1: ratings. It it must have been like, what, five years or something? Or more, yeah, yeah, it's been, and
2: now, you know, one of the main guys who was a broadcaster is now on the main network, you know, he's a a hockey announcer for Hockey Night in Canada, Yeah, and he wears a turban. So, you know, another way of contributing to the game, and you, you have families watching the game, uh, multi-generation, like grandmas are like, okay, when's the game on? You know, and they, they're following hockey because it's something they can sit with their grandkids and watch and it's all in Punjabi. Yeah, so that's that that makes a difference. That makes it accessible, right? And they break down, and it's funny, like if you watch a show, the way they're like, you know, break out the
1: jalebi's and like,
2: <laughs> it's really like they add a lot of masala to the, to the announcing, yeah. it's really fun.
1: How do you think your work, you know, especially on that feature, um, impacted, you know, the approaches you took in in this film. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, I always knew this film was going to be more about, like, community, family, um, challenges, systemic barriers, race, uh, you know, but, you know, through the lens of hockey, you yeah. know? And there's going to be joy, um, disappointments, challenges. I mean, you know, what we all go through, Uh you know, family again, um, dreams. Mm. You know, uh, next generation. Uh, you know, uh, giving that opportunity. Um, you know, what? What? How do people handle those uh, difficulties? You know, like. Yeah. So it has a lot of similar elements, you know, and and I think because I've done a lot of films, I uh, well, most of my documentaries, um, there's through, you know, uh. uh or South Asian, a lot, yeah. yeah, yeah. My very first one, Warrior Boys, you know, I looked at why so many South Asian kids were vulnerable to gangs, mm. and I shot that in a Surrey high school. So, you see brown kids talking about, you know, I followed two at the crossroads about, you know, from their own experience and following their story because everybody was talking about them, but we never f- heard from them. Heard from them, and yeah. you know, and somebody that had, you know, uh, Was involved in a gang and got out, and just his whole experience, and you know he got politicized, and just that that was like really eye opening. Like we just don't see ourselves represented, and with that film, I'm just saying like this was before you know uh, uh, a lot of social media in a big way. Like there was Facebook and stuff, but um, some kid uh, it aired on Global, and he 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 filmed it and put it on his YouTube, and it was just going like crazy. Huh? Yeah. And I'm like, and it was like NFB production. I'm like, should we just say something? and Maybe not have it on YouTube? <laughs> but you know, it stayed there, but it was just like thousands, like people are watching it. And yeah. it's all these young kids who are seeing themselves represented. And then I did like a little Facebook page about the film, you know, premiered at Doxa. And then who's all signing up on? They're all young, like yeah. 15, 14, like, you know, and I meet people now. and. They're in film and they're like, you know, that film really moved me. And I saw that in high school, you know, and they're like in their 20s now and stuff. Wow. So it makes me feel old. But you're just like, but they're like, that really meant something to me. It was my community, our story, you know. And then that really like, that was my first. And I think yeah, I just stayed on in that lane. Yeah. You know, I want to branch out, but there's so many of our stories to tell. And it's just not represented. But Diaspora I think- stories. Diaspora. Diaspora. Yeah. And we matter, our stories matter, our history matters, you know? Uh, I, I think when you see yourself reflected on the screen or, you know, and also like it bre- helps with uh, breaking down some barriers in conversation. Like, with because we're girls, people are like, you know, sometimes they put you in another box. Mm. And then, you know, and I'm like, we're just gonna be as true and as authentic to the personal story and it's gonna be universal. Yeah. And then people are almost surprised that it was so universal. Yeah. Why do we put those stereotypes or this community or that? And it's just like, no, it's a human story and the people would relate. And and I think that really helps break down, you know, uh, like stereotypes and barriers and conversation and heart. Like we got to really connect on the human heart to heart level, right? And, yeah. And you know, this impacts everybody, you know, sexual violence and patriarchy and what's going on in the world, it impacts everybody. Yeah. So. You know, you could stay in your lane and be really... not. I'm not in my lane, but you know what I mean. Like, really be specific and, and, and true. But it's going to... If you stay, it's going to be universal. Like, yeah. you're going to watch this movie and it's not, you know... You have to be South Asian to appreciate it. No, it's about going for your dreams. It's about family. It's about disappointments. It's about every time you fall down, keep getting up. It's about, you know, I'm not giving up and slowly, you know, I'm going to start making change like Harbs, you know. Yeah. And he really checks in, like... Uh, like when i met him for this film um i'm like yeah i want to meet some kids that are kind of that you recommend you know that are kind of that we could follow that you know have talent and you know we could just maybe follow them over a season and he g- g- gathered a bunch of young guys for me and i just talked to them all yeah you know Arshdeep came out arvin i already knew you know jeevin ronan anyway and you know some are playing in university some you know, um, we're in the in the in the WHL. Some are doing BCHL. Different ages, and I was like, wow. And you know, you give me like you know this kid. You know, he's gonna, you know, like you know Ronan. He's like he's like six four. He's sixteen. You go, this kid's gonna you know yeah. watch this kid or this kid is just killing it. And and Red Deer, you know, our sheep. And I've known him since he was a kid. I coached him way back. I know his parents. And you know, and Arvin, we met when I did the previous film Hockey United. Yeah. So. He, he, he checks in he has good connections he you know um it's just so nice to have almost like a, a mentor figure yeah that kind of keeps giving back to community you really need that so it's also the importance of that too right like yeah. giving back and helping or letting you know just letting people know about opportunities yeah you know or tell explaining to the parents yeah your kid should really go for this or he's really good or we should do this or 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 he you know when i was following him around the first uh documentary and even the second um you know a lot of a pla uh, families would be speaking to him in punjabi because they just feel like they're getting the runaround and like what's going on yeah and he'd have to explain it and, and and they don't really know hockey that much but they're like yeah so just to have somebody to talk to right yeah um, yeah, there's a really great story in the film um, where it, how he becomes like Surrey president, Sur- a president of Surrey Minor. He was coaching rep teams, like and he's busy, has a full-time job, he's got two kids. But one evening, uh, a, a group of parents came to his house like at 10 p.m. and he was at home and his wife answers his door and she's like, he's not home. They're like, we, we need to speak to Harbs. And, you know, wife calls him. She's like, there's a group of people here at the house. (laughs) And he's like, oh, okay. When he comes home, and he knows them and their parents. And they're like, look, you have to run for the executive. We're not being heard. Mm. We get called. They're like, you don't speak English? Click. Like it was all white systemic barriers, yeah. you know, when it came a choice, you know, one kid definitely had the stats or higher, not getting picked. There's just, just just frustration and just nobody hearing them. And yeah. if you go to the rink, it's so much color, but the people running the show were white. Mm-hmm. So they're like, we need some representation. You have to do this. And he's like, oh, I don't know and he does and you know and uh like when i was filming him the first time his phone was always and he's talking to punjabi or helping people it was just like oh my god well i don't know how you are doing this harps but i thought that was so beautiful yeah you know like and it's important and they organized and at that election like hundreds of parents came out who comes out for a hockey like association election Mm -hmm. you know and And the parents were had like phone trees yeah and they're, you know, park their truck or their cat, like whatever, and they're coming in and voting. Like, it's incredible. And then, yeah, anyways, it, 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 he shares that story. And I was like, that's so inspiring
1: that the parents organize and they want to change. And they're like, this is how we're going to start making some change. I love that. and But you know what I love too is that I think it is important for people who aren't South Asian yeah. to watch this film. Yes. You know, to, I mean, to watch all your films, you know, <laughs> but like, let's start with this film, you know, to, because maybe they don't, understand what it what it means you know to to come to this country you know or to be raised by you know immigrant parents mm-hmm. or you know the the passion and the love you know and the sacrifice that goes into you know and the added barriers of not being white you know that that goes into participating in this quote unquote canada's game you know and then that will understanding empathy connection i think will come
2: come from that so
1: yes if you're not if you're not brown also watch this film (laughs) yes 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 (laughs) when you look back on on you know making this film uh, what are some of the memorable moments you know that like immediately pop up into your your mind's eye
2: the boys the young men i got to meet you know and their families so open-hearted so welcoming you know um you know, seeing the importance in this film, supporting the film, um, yeah. and how much they sacrifice for their kids' dreams, you know? I thought that was beautiful. And, you know, um, the hockey dads and just the love, you know? Like, yeah. uh, there's a lot of love in the film, for sure. Um, hmm. There's a lot of heart, all the people I met you know, and then I got to meet people again, you know, after a meeting, you know, I met Arvin when he was like 19 or 20 on his last year, you know, now he's, he's still playing and he goes to Europe and just to see that he's still going for it, you know, he's like, like a not, rock star, <laughs> you <laughs> know, and just, you know, I know, and that I just was like, oh my God, I'm so happy, you know, cut to X, you know, I met you at 20, yeah. you know, and you're still, you know, and, 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 you know, he's always had to kind of prove himself, but, he does. He always does. He always rises to the occasion, and that's sort of like a metaphor for everybody too. You know, just don't mm. give up. Keep grinding it out. You know, just you're doing your dream. You're playing what you love, right? Yeah. You know, and for everybody, it's not going to be the NHL, but it doesn't matter. You're playing what you love, right? Yeah. This is your dream, right? And you know, an arch deep, like meeting his host family, and he's so humble. And then, but hearing about him from, you know, his teammates, and you know, he's really, you know, he's he's. He's he's quiet... But funny, you know, and just when people, it was near the end of their season and um, I had him and his uh, his line in the box and I was just asking, you know, because a lot of them were moving on to other things, you know, they're all 20, 21 and that's mm-hmm. sort of the last year. And just the way they spoke about him, you know, some got choked up and just sharing funny stories and, and then I would look at his face and how he's, you know, sometimes yeah. you just don't hear all that, but you could see the love and camaraderie amongst these players that... You know I've traveled Canada together played together have funny stories you know like yeah. it was beautiful and, and and also to see um uh I don't know how to describe it but not so masculine
1: like mm. like they're really um oh yeah it wasn't this was not a I not, not a macho kind yeah, of The film. toxic masculinity because no. like I guess there's, that's that's Honestly, I sat down. I'm like, and I was like, okay, because I'm not a sports person. I'm like, okay, so I'm gonna press play. It's gonna be this film is gonna be about toxic masculinity. <laughs> it was not. It was about the opposite of that, <laughs> the brotherhood and people helping each other and working hard. And I'm like, oh, okay. I yeah, can get yeah. Behind this kind of masculinity. Yeah, and sure. really
2: nice young yeah. men. You know that I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. This is really uh, amazing. Um, Yeah, and of course, you know, like that was so great to be with Harb's again. You know, Um, he liked the previous film and thought that was really great for the community. You know, because it was more accessible as with Punjabi. But um, just that heat when, where when I met him, he's no longer a story minor, but he's like, I'm getting a team. Yeah, I just got uh, it's a new franchise and and how involved he is and like oh my god he's not one guy like just he is on the ground with the volunteers with the community reaching out to other uh, it's just incredible yeah the passion like and the drive and the love the sheer love of the sport and you know, and, and and how, you know, the players relate to him. Yeah. You know, he's Turban Seek, you know, third generation. His family came in the 1800s.
1: Yeah. Because he, he has
2: roots in Paldy in Duncan. Yeah. You know, but then he gets all these kind of like, you know, you know, he shares stories where, you know, people say things like, oh, you didn't hear what I said? Is it on too tight? Like, it's just horrible. <laughs> <sighs> You know, yeah. and how do you just kind of like, or you're coaching and people are saying stuff behind you that are racist. As a coach, yeah. can you turn around and say anything? No. Like, what would yeah. that feel like inside, you know? Like, yeah. so just putting myself in those spots or thinking of that and that you're not giving up and just sort of the love and of the And not giving
1: in, too. And not
2: giving in. Yeah, you yeah. know, because
1: like a lot, of, there are certain certain people who who. Th- who think that, you know, um, to be Canadian is to assimilate, is to not, is to hand over parts of your culture, you know, is to, you know, reject, you know, culture, like, and, and just like try to fit in with everybody else, you know, and this, like what this film shows, you know, and what Harbs seems to be, you know, living is that, no, you can be part of, you know, your community, the community, you know, and not give up you know your culture yeah, yeah, your yeah. your you know the the what is flowing through your your veins right it's just it's it's be- i love seeing you know that idea of canadianness you know and in action you yeah. know, and then it doesn't have to mean assimilation.
2: Oh, 100%. You know? I want just, you know, being like. Which is a
1: sure. Like for me, that's what yeah, assimilation yeah.
2: is. And then when I, you know, I met, uh, you know, other kids or just seeing in the rink, you'll see like a lot of young kids, turban, you know, um, coming, playing the sport, you yeah. know, figuring it out. Harb's his two sons, you know, play competitive, you know, both wear turban or goalies. I mean, there's, there it was like, you know, and then, you know, sheep shares his story, like being conflicted because, yeah. you know, he wore a turban until he was about, I don't know, 12, 13 or something like that. till his bantam year. Um, but just what that was like, you know, so it, 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 but I like that, you know, we met, I met this one kid. Um, he was, he, he, I think, I don't know if he's still playing uh, for BCHL for us, uh, Prince George, but, you know, and then his father's a turban. And they're like, you know, we'll, we'll go as far as it goes with hockey, but, no way is, you know, and the sun is like there's no way like I'm not cutting my hair. Mm-hmm. I would not sacrifice that Period. Yeah. And you know, and that's you're like powerful. that's powerful. Yeah. And you're only like 18, 17? Yeah. It's beautiful.
1: The kids are all right. <laughs> So, this this film does screen uh at the 2023 Vancouver International Film Festival in person, uh which is, you know, not all festivals have been in person in the last few years, so this this is huge. One of the joys of an in-person screening is that, you know, there's going to be people milling around the lobby after having conversations about your film. What kind of conversations would you like them to be having, you know, or what kind of questions would, would you like them to be, you know, sitting and mulling over while the credits are rolling on your film? Oh, wow. I mean, I'm,
2: I, it's a really uh, joyful film. You know, there's, um, there's sadness in the film too, mm. uh, but it's... Um, yeah, I think you're going to come out with the emotions, you know, and uh, a smile on your face. And I think you're going to be moved and um, it's a celebration mm. um, in, in many ways. And, and you know, we're going to have guests at the screening. So, you know, you'll be able to talk to some of the people in the film, you know, and you can talk. That would be lovely. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, this is Canada's sport and, and... We love it, you know. Like I have, there's a little clip in the film um, when the Canucks uh, made the, uh, you know, Stanley Cup, running for the Stanley Cup. There was like a parade on and Scott Road, and it's like all brown doles are out. It's like yeah, insane. <laughs> and I mean, I don't know a community that comes out like that, you know. And they with the flags waving and grandparents and you know. Um, just like this love of the game and maybe it's just also this wanting you not wanting to but uh yeah just why not you know we love this game and and we want to be a part of it we celebrate it it's 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 canada sport man and 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 it's just growing like the kids i don't know i don't know i i i hope people feel um, there's a lot of, it, it, it's it got some nice emotion and it's celebratory and it goes, there's some dips up and down in emotion, but I think you'll come out learning something and you'll hear stuff that you probably never thought about. So, you know, um, and also like if you wanna change things or when things are said, you know, everybody has a, a duty to step up and say, hey, you shouldn't say that or that's not right. Yes. Or stand up for somebody or for kids being isolated or being picked on or, you know, like, i think when you walk in somebody's shoes or you see from their person uh point of view that hopefully that'll change something in your mind or appearance or you know uh hearing like what some of the struggles are what the challenges are or you know or like let's be more opening you know what what, why are we just like holding it all for ourselves like any of that so i think that's sort of always a motivation in doing documentary right you want to move the needle you want to have people be like, oh, I never thought of that or, you know, or something comes up or, hey, I saw this film and, you know, I didn't realize, you know, these South Asian kids are really going with that, you know.
1: Yeah about to action. And yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I think that's really important. I mean, how else can we kind of have these conversations, right? Yeah. You you show a film, you leave with some emotion, and now what kind of impact can we have? Like what are the other conversations we can have from that? So yeah. that's what I love about film. You could do like because we we're girls, but then you can have like a community and we could talk about so many other things that are important, right? Like yeah. sexual violence, patriarchy, the law, like, you know, um support sisterhood like whatever like a yeah. lot of themes let's break it down and i think you could do that with this film too yeah. it's different from black ice it's more you know we're following you know some families and kids but i hope i contribute to that conversation like black ice has yeah. you know and i think there's going to be more films like that and uh, I'm, I'm all for it let's bring it
1: <laughs> me too okay Baljeet Sangra, thank you so much for being here where can our listeners find you and follow you and keep up to date with what you're working on on social media yeah and the interwebs?
2: yeah yeah um, well I'm on uh, Instagram Baljeet Sangra, and my film my company's called Viva Mantra films also I love that. yeah on um, Facebook Instagram um, my websites down right now sadly no. <laughs> but it's Viva Mantra
1: yeah you could you could find me reach out yeah um, yeah, and you'll be you'll be at the film festival right i'll be at the so,
2: film festival yeah. and um yeah i've got another film going to go in production but we'll talk about that Ooh, Ooh and you're gonna <laughs> like this one
1: it's music I can't oh I. yeah south wow. asian
2: black songstress yeah in, <laughs> fantastic yeah it's gonna be good it's with knowledge network i'm excited that's gonna be coming next we're gonna be filming that in a uh, few months fantastic
1: yeah. Okay, listeners, Maria Schott, keep the goal, make the shot screens at the 2023 Vancouver International Film Festival. For tickets and screening info, visit viff.org. The YVR Screen Scene Podcast is hosted and executive produced by me, Sabrina Rani Mera Furminger, and it's edited by Simon Furminger. Special thanks to Mariana Furminger for recording our Patreon ad, to Paul Furminger for technical support, and to Dane Not Furminger, Davile for the original music. YVR Screen Scene is a division of Fish Flight Entertainment. Find us on all the socials at YVR Screen Scene and at Sabrina Arnf on Apple Podcasts and wherever you listen to podcasts for free and at our home on the web at yvrscreenscene.com. Join us next time for another deep dive into Vancouver's van- dynamic film and television scene. And cut!
0: Hi friends, Catlaw law here, and I'm excited to introduce you to thedramaclass.com. Thedramaclass.com provides online workshops and classes designed to provide inspiration and instruction in the sometimes overlooked areas you need to be successful in your acting career. Things that they don't often cover in studio classes. Things like tax prep for actors, the power of costume in getting a job, what to do if you primarily work on camera and find yourself with a voiceover audition, what you can do to adjust your performance to the camera lens is being used, and so much more. Maximize your opportunities by filling in the gaps that will make your craft your career. Visit us at thedramaclass.com, sign up for our newsletter, follow us on social, and explore what will take you to the next level.